Hi, my name is Prince and you're welcome to the Reality of Life podcast. This is a space, a platform that I started, you know, with the desire to take a chance on myself and, you know, you know just put myself out there and learn the job, you know, instead of holding myself back, you know, from the great things that I love to do. Uh, but over time, I have, I have seen a need to inspire other people like myself, you know, to take a chance on themselves to realize that they are meant for more to realize that they deserve a seat at the table to to you know believe and really see that their voices matter their stories matter and they don't have to hide themselves from the spotlight you know thinking that they're, they're not good enough or their content isn't good enough all right just to inspire people to take pride in their life's journey and tell their stories authentically. So I'll be compiling um, some of you know my work, what I have done for the past three months, just to you know document my journey to show how you know I have been faring, to show how we got here. All right, as a way to inspire one or two people who may be holding themselves back from starting, you know, just to help you understand that it's okay to start, learn, and grow. And this is not just something that I am preaching, something that I have done, and it's something that I'm doing. So um, I once archived these posts, but I, I felt the need again to um, compile them and um, just have you listen and, and see my journey, see how I grew, see how, you know, I started and now I'm here. All right. So um, thanks for listening and feel free to drop a review or two. I'll be willing to, you know, hear from you. All right. So enjoy. All right, guys. So it was in December 2014. My dad passed in December 2014 and um, I was on campus when it happened and um, I was not told that, that this got me mad for, for a long while I felt like you know, I, I needed to know the truth and you know and quickly so so my dad passed on a Monday morning and um, I got to know on a Friday evening I mean the Friday of that same week when I got back from school and um, I, 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 I found it hard to put myself together all right and um, but I won't be talking about that today um, the bottom line is this I was told that being the man of the house all right the firstborn son of my late dad I was meant to be strong for everybody, be strong for my mom, be strong for my siblings, and so that meant that I was not going to cry, or I was not going to be seen crying, right? Um, because in quotes, it would it would not encourage the rest of the family, and um, I felt it wasn't fair me. I'm going to describe my experience on that Friday night after I was told I waited for everyone to go to bed and what happened that day I was in the sitting room and 
I started crying. Of course, no one heard my voice, but tears just dripped down my face. I had a lot of memories, and I remember covering my mouth so hard so that no one would hear me cry. All right, it was such a horrifying experience for me. And I remember the very next day, being Saturday, I went to have my bath, and while I was at it, I just switched on a tap and I was just crying profusely like I was just crying profusely alright but I'm sure no one heard me because the tap was on right so I, I, I feel like it was unfair you know on me alright to put me in that situation or for me to be put in that situation where I'm not able to express my feelings well enough okay it, it's sad I society sees um, crying over a loved one as a sign of weakness all right um, especially um, for the masculine gender all right i remember on rebellion day i did not shed a single tear like i could not shed a single tear and i felt terrible about it like the rest of the family my mom my siblings everyone was allowed to wail to cry you know but i i could not even get myself to shed a single tear over my dad like all the times i have cried over my dad i had to hide to do it like and i feel like we are getting it all wrong all mixed up when we think that empathy being emotional only has to do with the feminine gender or the, or the female gender right I, I feel like there's something wrong with that concept because at the end of the day we are raising a set of people we, we, we expect boys to be less empathetic less emotional growing up or every, every, everything they go through for every failure for every pain they go through tell we tell these guys you say man up be a man you are a man you are a man you should not be crying you should not let things break you down you should not you should not feel pain and at the end of the day we expect these same people to become empathetic to become understanding to become considerate when they eventually get married right so we expect these same people who we have molded in society to be less emotional and empathetic we now want them somehow to miraculously become more empathetic and more considerate to the female gender in their marriages like to make people believe 
that nothing gets to us and so and so we go through stress emotional trauma and we find it hard to express it to anybody because we don't want to be seen as um, weak or inferior and um, but I, I make bold to say this crying over stuff okay breaking down because of things that get to you is not a sign of weakness it's a sign that you are human the greatest man i know jesus he wept over a loved one he wept he wept over a loved one he wept in public it's not a sign that we we are weak it's a sign that we are human and not robots and not monsters it's a sign that things get to us all right and and i think i think we should stop placing high expectations you know on guys all right we should stop placing those kind of expectations like what do we mean when we say somebody should man up like i really don't get the concept what do we mean by be a man okay what's what does it mean to be a man so being a man means you should never cry you should never let things get to you you should never break down you should never you should always pretend like you have it all together um, i think that concept of masculinity is faulty and i think it needs to be readdressed and i think more guys should start talking about stuff that gets to them all right I, in my lifetime I've lived just uh, barely over two decades. In my lifetime, I've noticed that the the people who have opened up to me about their challenges, about the things they go through, are, are, are ladies. Like you hardly see guys today who open up to one another and say, "This is what I am going through." Like, I, <laughs> God, like <laughs> it's so sad. All right how we define masculinity today we define masculinity as being independent facing your own troubles by yourself and and you know if you see a, a guy cry over stuff okay or admit that he's going through stuff we can tend to see him as we, we see things like why be even like a woman like seriously so who is a woman a woman is not a human being right a, a woman is a human being just as a man is a human being so if a woman is allowed to cry a man should also be allowed to cry alright the water reservoir in a woman's eyes is the same water reservoir that God gave men alright so so more so the woman was created out of man right so it, it if, if, uh, if anything at all it would mean that man has alright if we were to compare now it means that men have more propensity to feel stuff than women you see all right i hope you got that i hope it wasn't confusing <laughs> okay but that's the point um i think there's something faulty with our definition of what it means to be a man so 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 we say that the female body yeah the women the female species rather is a lower class so so we say why are you behaving like a woman you know and that and that is to mean that oh women are um, 
lower class of species or, or lower species uh, and so empathy emotionalism belongs to the lower class of humans you are in a higher class so don't behave like like, like that is really what we are projecting when we say a woman is allowed to cry over stuff or you're a man don't cry over stuff like um, I think I think there's something wrong with that hey guys what up how you doing hope you're staying well hope you're staying safe hope you're staying inspired so I want to talk about self-worth I want to talk about seeking validation and I think it would meet a lot of us well I think that a lot of us would you know be able to uh, resonate with it um, it's something that I've struggled with for the major part of my life journey and although I find it hard to admit I am thrilled that <laughs> even though it's something that has been overlooked um, probably because it has started to sound cliche but you see a whole lot depends on how we perceive ourselves how we view ourselves you know our mindset all right so this looks like a shocking revelation of myself okay and um but i'm willing to share right um this is what it means to document my life's journey um it means that it would be a fun but it would also um command some form of vulnerability right with you guys so i want to share about how i've dealt with um self-worth and um, validation you know okay and how i've been able to overcome that um scarcity mindset all right so real quick i'm sitting in my room right now and i'm looking at a one page um paper okay i'm looking at a one page material where i wrote down my um, affirmations I, I i can read it right now it says i'm enough it, it says god's validation of me is enough it says i'm loved and cherished by god i choose to attach my self-worth not with any other thing okay not with any other but god my self-worth is associated with nothing but god or god's validation of me so so i i interestingly um i added i said i want to be heard seen and understood but if that never happens god's validation is enough yes so i am enough god's validation of me is enough now i came to this conclusion after realizing that over time i had attached my self-worth to my academic status to my financial status you know to my social status okay how many people listen to me how many people respond to me how many people you know respect me or love me or validate me all right so it's it's crazy that i overlooked this for a long time okay and um it also happens that because I had placed people on a pedestal, okay, I always validated myself based on, you know, the validation I got from people that I respect, um, <laughs> which is not a bad thing, you know, for people to validate you, 
the point is your validation must start from within if if you if you don't have a strong sense of self-worth and validation on your inside it's gonna be it's a bad place to be in if you would ask me i think it's a bad place to be in um it's it's good for us to you know cherish the fact that god you know i was i was pondering okay um recently how that jesus came from jesus was baptized and bible says that you know god gave him a public validation and said this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased now we know or or um for christians who are well versed in the scriptures you would know that jesus had not performed any miracle he had not done anything he did not earn god's validation so i look at it like i mean the greatest of all time the greatest in the universe outside the universe the greatest the greatest there is validates us not based on what we do he has validated me not based on what i do okay so just as you know jesus was validated you know the bible says in first john 3 behold what manner of love that the father has bestowed on us that we should be called the sons of god like if if that if that doesn't mean anything to you it means a lot to me because <laughs> i mean imagine i'm on the street and buhari okay let me not use buhari let me use <laughs> Alright, so imagine the governor of Lagos State, Sonolu, you know, just comes around with his entourage and he gives this public affirmation. He's like, hey, Prince, how are you? And, you know, he's relating with me, you know, in such an intimate way. And, and people around are like, wow, so you mean Sonolu knows this guy? You know? And then there's this respect people start to give me, right? So bringing it to, bringing it to, you know, um, how God has validated us. I'm using us, but it, it doesn't flow well, right? Because I want to document my own journey. Alright, so some people may not have struggled with this, but um I'm admitting that it's something I I struggled with over time, especially in my teenage years, especially through my teenage years. Like I've struggled with, you know, you know, validation and self-worth. And you know, looking back in my teenage years, you know, into my adult life, I, I've seen how it has, you know, caused me to make the wrong decisions. You know, because you want to, you want to belong to a class of people that you've placed on a pedestal. You want to, you, you you've attached yourself worth based on, you know, how many people, you know, are able to. Uh, validates you 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 base yourself worth on trends you base yourself worth on oh so 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 number of people are doing this if i do that then i'll, I'll be regarded as cool I'll, I'll be among the elites you know i would you know attaching yourself worth on peripherals you know things that don't matter so <laughs> it has cost me a whole lot you know looking back and um, I just wanted to speak to someone who have who has this issue. You know, f- for some of us, um, you know, for some of us who are, you know, in ministry, who are doing uh, ministry, okay, the ministry 
of the gospel and um, it's possible you could get to a point where you start to attach yourself for thing based on your results or based on your losses okay based on how well people respond to you or not and then you start to think oh am i good enough am i qualified enough you know uh, 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 for people who who work okay who who have careers you start to base your worth on you know how well you are able to deliver or not and it's it's crazy man so um that's it real really that's it really um it's about um affirming yourself uh, for who you are for who god has made you and not allowing for yourselves so both humans and then the legitimate things of life do not attach your self-worth to these things because these things fluctuate okay man is frail his affirmations are frail okay they don't last right the same people who wanted to crown jesus king turned around and said crucify him all right so do not um base yourself worth on what men say about you all right and same thing with legitimate things of life okay they are fickle things could change i mean <laughs> someone was saying the other day okay people at the beginning of the year were like oh 2020 i'll do this i'll do that and now, now someone someone went to eat a bat in china and, and everybody's plans changed right so um life changes right legitimate things of life you know they, they, they don't last right so it's good for us to ask ourselves okay let me end on this note <laughs> let me end it on, on this note you know i was thinking i was doing the dishes the other day and a thought came to my mind like you know i i, I felt like i needed some money to do stuff a thought came to my mind like prince why do you need money why do you need money and you know you know i was shocked to find out that <laughs> it could be that the reason I've always needed money in the past was to just feel better about myself. Like, I just to ask myself, why do I need the things that I think I need? You know, why do you need you know, those? Why do you need a change of wardrobe? Why do you think you need that social status? Why do you think you need that academic degree? Like, why do we? Why do we think we need the things that we need? You know, do we just want to feel better about ourselves? Like. It shows that, you know, in some way, we've attached our self-worth, okay, based on these things. So, the reason we chase these things is to, you know, feel better about ourselves, you know, feel worthy enough, okay, of love, of respect, of, um, of what, okay, of validation, right? So, it looks, it looks like we are chasing validation and then we think, oh, we need this, we need this, we need this, we need this. You know for us to earn people's validation think about it right think about it so thanks for listening to my musings thanks for listening to my rant <laughs> thanks for listening to my thoughts and i hope they meet you well i would love to hear your reviews let me know if you have questions let me know if you agree with what i've said okay and let me know if you've you know suffered from that you know seeking other people's validation okay uh, let's have a conversation thanks for joining me <laughs> Alright, till next time, stay safe, stay well, stay inspired. Love you, bye-bye.
Hey guys, what's up? Prince here and you're welcome to the Reality of Life podcast. I started this podcast with the intention to be my most authentic self um, with you guys. I decided to create this space, you know, where I could be myself. Okay, I decided to create a safe space for myself, you know, where with I'm able to document my life's journey, all right, and um, and not be afraid, you know, to express myself because I felt like I had a lot of thoughts going through my mind. I had a lot of experiences in my life's journey, and there was really no one around who I thought would understand, you know, understand my thought process, understand how I feel how I felt part time all right and um, but along the line I started to see it as this space you know based on the reviews I've been getting you know I'm starting to see this safe space evolve into um, a platform where other people who connect with my vulnerabilities who connect with the insecurities I talk about that I'm facing you know the people who resonate with my message can also come on board you know and have these conversations with me so that's why I started and um, I can say categorically that I started you know, in the most unprofessional way but I'm so glad I did all right and I'm learning to document my life's journey as authentically as I can and I can say categorically also that it is not easy right it is not easy to be vulnerable because i feel we live in a society where many people are afraid to talk about how they truly feel because there is this idealistic standard that you know we've carved we've carved in society where everyone is supposed to behave a certain way everyone is supposed to think a certain way everyone is supposed everyone is supposed to feel a certain way and so if you feel differently then people look at you like you have a problem all right so um i feel like you know i've been afraid to review my most authentic self and talk about the things that really get me bothered and talk about the things that really make me feel feel um, bad about myself or the things that you know hold me back in life and um but like i said if you listen to the first episode where i talked about what i had struggled with so long in my lifetime um it's that I'm, I've reached a point in my life where I don't think I need to bother anymore. Like, I believe I've come of age. I believe that I can begin to take those steps towards vulnerability, those steps towards, you know, revealing my most authentic self, okay? And it's going to come with a lot of self-awareness. And so, um, for those of you who have joined me so far on this journey, who have been listening to the episodes, I really appreciate you, and um, I hope to connect with you on a deeper level. Thanks for joining me on this journey. Yeah, so, there's nothing to talk about today. I just want to um, talk about why I started this, and um, yeah, thanks for joining. Alright, so till next time. Stay safe, stay inspired. Bye-bye.